Hey everybody and welcome to another episode. Yeah. All right, y'all. I know y'all are probably like, TK, where in the world have you been? Right? I know. So let me explain to y'all, right? Past couple weeks, I know I've, I've missed the last two weeks. I know, I know. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. Um, But I've been experiencing some technical difficulties. Uh, me and Spotify were not friends for a minute there. Uh, All of my, like I recorded, did like beast mode and recorded and edited like a whole month's worth of like episodes. And I had them all scheduled and lined up. And to like auto publish and yep, that didn't happen. Um, Spotify lost all my recordings. I tried to get them back, tried to find them. Of course, dumb me didn't back them up on my laptop like I was supposed to because I was like, oh yeah, I got them. They're already on there. They're already set to be published. Um, in the first week, I didn't know that it didn't auto publish because. I didn't know. Um, I didn't know until like the second week uh, for like the first whole week. I didn't know. And then the second week I logged in and then there, boom, I was like, wait a minute. None of them are set to record. Like, where, where are they? Like, and I tried finding them and tried getting them back, tried figuring out everywhere which way that I could get them done. And yeah, didn't happen. So... Baby, I'll tell you, I was stressed. Um, So I decided to change up a couple of things. Um, One B for instance is that I, I'm going to try not to pre-record um, anymore. And I'm going to just try to like do it all in one take and record live and not edit it. So... What y'all hear in the background is what y'all gonna get. What y'all hear that comes out of my mouth is what y'all gonna get. I, I don't know. I can't figure out a way how to get them back. And it it takes a long time to edit these. I, I just, it's a lot of work to come in this. So, yeah. So, whew. So, I do apologize about the two-week hiatus. So, please forgive me. Um, But, yeah, if y'all do hear any, like, you know, cars going by, dogs barking or anything in the background or my son screaming then you know just you get what you get you can't pitch no fits right now okay um I'm working on figuring out a better solution or backing up or if y'all know a better solution on how to get this done then you know let me know but we're, we're figuring this out I just didn't want y'all to wait any longer so I just decided to start afresh because you know it is what it is so that leads me into today's topic, which is about stress, okay? Because, honey, let me tell you, these last couple of weeks, well, this last week especially, because the first week I didn't know, like I said, um, I didn't know that it didn't auto-drop, so I wasn't stressed. I mean, besides the normal work stress, but this last week, honey, I've been stressed, okay? So, I mean, that's not something new. Everybody's been stressed before in their life, right? But, you know, I'm going to be talking about stress today. Yeah! Stress and your body's response to it, okay? So, if this is your first time listening, my name is TK. 
I'm a healthcare professional. I've been one since 2016. Um, I've been in different states, different roles from an EMT, an MA, ER tech, a mental health tech, and now I'm in nursing. One thing that I have always, always encountered anytime from when I was an EMT all the way up to now, anytime I told anybody what I did for a living was people asking me questions or wanting to talk about their health, which inspired me to start this podcast doing just that. So guess what this is? This is Health Talk, where you have health and I have to talk. So let's talk about it. Ooh, yeah. Um, stress is our body's response to pressure, okay? And not just any pressure, baby. Like, pressure, pressure, okay? Um... There's many different situations or life events that can cause stress. It's often triggered when we experience something new or uh, unexpected that threatens our sense of self or when we feel like we have little control over a situation. Like, baby, that is definitely me because that was this past week. I had little control over this situation and it was killing me, baby, because my my OCD and it, it was just it was killing me. Right. So. My lack of control and was not what it is, right? But we all deal with stress differently, right? How I handle how I'm stressed, how you handle how you stress is different. You know, I'll tell my mom stories about how my day went and she'll be like, ooh, that'll stress me out. And I'm like, no, nah, mom, it's just Tuesday. But my mom's a teacher and she'll tell me stories about like things she has to deal with in the classroom. And I'd be like, ooh, that stressed me out. And she'd be like, no, nah, girl, that's every day. And I'm like, what? You know, like, shout out to all the teachers. I, I promise you, each and every one of you deserves a raise like 10 times more than what you're getting. Like, I promise you. Like, because y'all, these kids are something else nowadays. I, I don't know. These kids have been here at least three times before. So, yeah, I, y'all are stressed and I know y'all are, okay? Just like us nurses, we are stressed. Y'all are stressed too, okay? We have to deal with them and their parents. You just have to deal with them and their parents. You got to keep the kids all the time. We get to at least send them away, you know, whatever, right? So stress symptoms may be affecting your health and you don't even know it. Even though you might not know it, it still can help, help affect your health. Like even if you do know it and even if you don't know it, it's still affecting you, Right? Now, stress induces chronic immune activation and altered health outcomes that resemble those seen in like chronic inflammatory diseases such as rheumatoid arthritis or or stuff like that. Okay, so the immune system plays a vital role in defending the body against diseases by fighting off and invading pathogens and monitoring personal cellular health okay so altered immune functions can lead to exasperated symptoms for both physical and psychological issues okay so just because you're stressed you're affecting your immune system okay and you you're affecting your immune system can make it so that both your physical and your mind your body and your mind can be more susceptible to you getting sick all right. We don't want that. I mean, as much as I love y'all, I don't want to see y'all in my ear. Please, 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 please. I mean, granted, I would still have a job whether none of y'all came in there for a lot of the stuff that y'all do come in there for. But please don't. Just, just please take care of yourself. I don't want to see you in there. Okay. Now, psychological stress is 
defined as neurological response to experiencing environmental demands or events that surpass their ability to cope, okay? Which is a whole lot of fanciness, basically, of stating your brain is responding to you experiencing like environmental uh like stress like a like a hurricane or or a tornado or something like that yeah we all know right or events that surpass your ability to cope like events in your life that happen that are can be stressful and traumatic to it trauma and stress oftentimes go hand in hand with each other and a lot of people don't realize that they think oh well you know, the trauma's over, the stress can, no, your body can still be holding on to those stress and that trauma. And that's why a lot of people get triggered off of different things that normal people wouldn't get triggered on. It's because of the trauma. And when your body feels that same trauma again, it automatically produces that stress back in our body and your body's not able to cope with it because it never coped with it in the first time. Okay, and after prolonged periods of stress, it can result in mental fatigue, exhaustion, and it can promote physical symptoms of distress um, as the endocrine, endocrine system response. Okay, so like you being tired and you be exhausted, and you're like, wait, hold on, you know, I I got twelve hours of sleep. Why am I still tired? Or even if you know, you there's a difference between. Mental and physical exhaustion. You could have slept for 10 hours and get up and be like, oh, I'm so tired. Like, I'm already tired for tomorrow. Like, I'm already looking forward. Like, I've been plenty of days where I've been like, I done woke up and been like, oh, I can't wait to get in my bed. And I and I, my alarm just went off, you know, or else there's been plenty of times when I've laid in the bed after working a shift and been like, then I know I have to go to the shift the next day. And I've been like, who I can't wait till I get off work tomorrow and I'm laying in bed. You know, it's just stress and the mental fatigue and exhaustion that can impact your endocrine system. Okay. Your endocrine system is basically your immune system and how you fight off germs and diseases and stuff like that. And me being a healthcare worker, me being around people that are sick all day, every day. Like I've been taking care of people with COVID for years. I've been taking care of people with flu for years. And mind you, I, I'm allergic to the flu shot. Okay. So I've never, never had the flu shot. So I knock on wood, you know, I haven't caught the flu since like middle school, high school. I don't even think I got it in high school. Like, so probably middle school, high school. I don't know, whatever. Like in the 2000s, okay? Like, so, you know, I have a really good immune system. Not to say that I haven't gotten sick, because I have. It's just my sickness is a little more like environmental, like allergies and stuff, versus me actually getting the sick. So I'm around people that have flu. I'm around people that had TV. I've had people that had MRSA and C. diff and all this sort of stuff like that, and all these respiratory you know, viruses and they're just sitting in their room coughing up their lung and I got to walk in there and I'm like, grandma, can you not cough in my face, please? Can you at least attempt to cover your mouth? Like you're not two, you know what I'm saying? So that is what's been helping me is my endocrine system and my immune system. Okay. Now the central nervous system has a 
responsibility in a reciprocal relationship with the immune system and the endocrine system and working hand in hand and making them vulnerable to fluctuations in your in your see i told y'all this is live i would have edited all this out i'm sorry but vulnerable to your fluctuation in your stress level okay now your stress levels are triggering the sympathetic nervous system to release hormones as a survival instinct okay now when i mean survival instinct you have you running late for work or you having a test that's are you having a paper that's due at 11:59 and it's 11:30 you know you're like that's not a survival instinct like whatever right but it is and your body doesn't know the difference Okay, and my daddy used to always have this saying, and it's so my my. I gotta tell y'all, my daddy is a small country town bumpkin raised in Texas. You know, it's a small town, and he was a country boy, right? And a lot of his sayings were very much so like just you knew he was from the country, right? And one of his like super 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 famous like statement that he always used to say in our family um was man if you see me in a fight with a bear help the bear I'm good I'm strong you know you ain't got to worry about me and and that was always a thing that he would always say and that's just basically your body's doing okay when you in the woods and you see a bear your body's gonna react the same way as if you, I don't know, your boss comes in and is like, hey, you have 20 minutes to do this report or else you're lost your job, okay? And you're like, wait, I, 20 minutes, I got to do this report. Or you got to public speak and you hate public speaking, right? Your body doesn't know that, hey, I'm just speaking in front of people and I hate that versus, hey, I just seen a bear that's going to eat me. Your body doesn't know the difference. Like there's no difference between the two. So your body fluctuates in stress levels, which also triggers the sympathetic nervous system to release hormones as if you're standing up against a bear when you're just standing in front of a microphone. Okay. Now these hormones produce metabolic changes okay it, everybody's been, had stress in their life you know and they know whenever they're feeling stressed or whenever they're in a fight or flight mode you know they have the raised heart rate the raised blood pressure raised blood sugar the raised respiration you know you might get a little bit more sweaty your your vision might either completely go and you just see tunnel vision or you be like some people like I don't know I couldn't see anything like I just I blacked out I couldn't see anything I I don't know you know and that's all fight or flight hormones that's all due to stress you know and I know y'all have seen the 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 commercial I think it's like um I forgot what it's for like a deodorant I believe what it is but they're like oh did you know stress sweat is 10 times smellier than normal sweat what commercial is that from y'all see I've seen it right but it's the truth right because of these hormones the hormone levels produce a stronger like scent I, I can get more technical into it I'm trying not to but it produces a stronger scent you know you release 
stronger pheromones in it that that release and they smell just like how you they always talk about oh animal don't be scared an animal can smell fear it's not that they can actually smell fears that they can smell the pheromones just like they can be like the different pheromones that animals release when it's you know mating time you know yeah right like the different pheromones that we release is what is now stress hormones smell worse for some reason it stinks worse so versus just sweat. Sweat is just water and bacteria. Now, stress has a water bacteria level component in it because you are sweating because of the raised heart rate. But it's the more of the pheromones in it that smell worse. It's, it's agitating to our nostrils. Okay. Now, when you have these symptoms and when you have the raised heart rate and raised blood pressure and stuff like that, your body's responding to it and that's weakening it, okay? Now, common stress symptoms can can be across the board, okay? They could be anywhere from a simple headache that won't go away or a constant headache. Like, you know, oh man, every day I wake up with a headache. Like every day. That could be a sign of stress. Oh, I'm constantly popping, you know, Advil and ibuprofen and stuff like that because, you know, every day I wake a headache or I got a headache that's all the time, okay? Muscle tension or pain, all right? Now, muscle tension or pain can be for another different number of different reasons. And mind you, all of these reasons can, and all these signs and symptoms can have other reasons to them as well. But muscle tension or pain is more of a telltale sign of stress like there's people that you see that their 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 shoulders are up to their earlobe because they're just so tensed in their shoulders and all that stress and it harbors or their back is just always hurting and it's just hard and it's just oh my back is hurting my back is killing me oh let me pop my back and all my shoulders hurt and you know all all, because that's all that stress is carried in your body and in your muscles because they're steady tense because they're steady wanting to fight you know another common thing is chest pain now chest pain like i said a lot of these symptoms play together or or can be with other things as well but chest pain is one of those things where you never really know if it's one thing or another. If it's a big thing, you know what I'm saying? Or if it's really just like, you know, hey, this is, I'm stressed type of chest pain, okay? So I don't want you to to ever ignore chest pain. Never, never ignore chest pain. If you have chest pain, come on down to the ER. We'll, we'll check you out. We'll let you know. We'll figure it out. You know, we'll rule it out whether you just, you know, hey, you got some indigestion or hey, you might want to be a little stressed or hey, Hey, this is the big one. You coming, Elizabeth? You know what I'm saying? We'll figure it out, right? Now, chest pain can be something as mild as, ouch, a dull aching pain. Or chest pain can be as like, oh, I feel like somebody is stabbing me in my chest. And I'm, you know, it's burning or whatever right now. Like, that's what it can be, okay? Now, fatigue, like I said, Fatigue can be another sign of stress. Like I said, if you, you know, get plenty of sleep. Now, you could not get plenty of sleep and still be fatigued and still be stressed, okay? I don't want people to be like, oh, well, I slept and I'm, I got fatigued. No, you cannot be, you cannot sleep because I guarantee you, any woman that has ever given birth to a newborn baby, 
and came home to that baby and that baby wants to wake up every 25 seconds and you can never sleep and you're like wait dude I know I didn't sleep you didn't sleep like come on now sleep you know their fatigue and their stress so come on now okay so upstate stomach stomach problems indigestion all that stuff like that like um a lot of the stomach ulcers or things like that that can be a common thing for stress um as somebody that has some ulcers really 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 bad i can tell you that yeah stress is not something you know you want to for stomach issues and digestion problems that's not sleep problems you have anywhere from insomnia to um uh, What's that? Narcolepsy or something like that. Now, granted, narcolepsy is a condition that has nothing to do with stress, but stress can lead to narcolepsy. But they're not two, not, not two in the same. Not two in the same. I want to make that very clear. You can have narcolepsy and, and not be stressed, and you could be stressed and have narcolepsy. They, 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 not, they don't go hand in hand. They're just like diabetes and over obesity. They don't go hand in hand. They, they, they. I'm going to make an episode about that because I had to educate somebody about that. You could be fat. And I'm going to go off a little bit for a second, but I'm coming back. You can be fat and overweight, morbidly obese, whatever have you. You could be 800 pounds and not have diabetes. You could be 110 pounds and have diabetes. Have type 2. I'm not speaking about type 1. I'm not speaking about juvenile diabetes. I'm speaking about specifically type 2. Okay? Type 2 can lead to obesity, but obesity does not lead to type 2 diabetes. They're not the same. I, I'm, I'm, I just, whew, I, I'm, I'm going to make a whole episode about that. Just don't worry, all right? But it can also, another thing stress can do is memory problems, okay? Whew, let me tell you. I have to remember my appointments, my doctor's appointments, my stuff, everything, I have to remember my son's doctor's appointments. My son and my son has a lot of doctor's appointments. My son has a doctor for literally every part of his body, but that's a different issue. I'm gonna go into that and do a podcast episode about NICU babies later on. But yes, shout out to micro preemies, right? My baby's a fighter. But you know, all of his doctor's appointments and all of his stuff, and then all of my husband's, you know, doctor's appointments and all of his stuff and all yeah, baby. I can't remember. I can't remember everything and all the dates and the times, plus remembering work, plus remembering stuff. Nope. And then I'm stupid and volunteered for a committee at my hospital. And yeah, that was dumb. That was just really dumb of me. I I don't know how I did that. And I signed up for a year commitment for this committee. And that was just really dumb. I, I was really dumb. Anyways, but yeah, so that I can't remember stuff. So memory problems doesn't necessarily mean that you just can't remember anything. It can be just as simple as you just being very forgetful. Yeah, you can be very forgetful. But if you feel like somebody telling you something and as soon as you, like somebody can send you a text and says, hey, can you come over? And you reply back, yeah, and then walk away and forget, that could be a problem. That could be a problem, okay? Now, Stress can lead to forgetfulness. You could be so stressed out at work and so focused and laser focused on finishing that project that you forget to pick up your kid. You forget you have kids. And it'd be 8 o'clock at night, you get ready to go home, and you're like, wait a minute, am I forgetting something? Yeah, you got kids. You know, so it can happen, okay? Now, another thing that stress can lead to that's not on the... I mean, all these were bad, 
but it's more on the darker note, is sadness and or depression. All right. Now, sadness and depression does not have to be, again, it's one of those things that doesn't have to go hand in hand. All right. Now, you could be sad and or depressed and not be stressed. Now, you could be stressed and sad and depressed. Okay. It, it, it can be like that. All right. Now, sadness and depression, if you're feeling sad or depression and, and you want to seek help about it, by all means. If you're stressed and you're and it's leading to your sadness or depression, that's something that you don't need to deal with. All right. Plainly, period. I mean, you don't have to deal with stress, period. But no, if it's getting to this level, no. All right. Now, if it's getting to the next level, which is drug or alcohol misuse and abuse, you definitely you out the woods, you in the water, you in the ocean, you deep with it. All right. You don't need to be there. You don't you don't need to be there. Point by period. If you if you are feeling depressed and you're sad or you're misusing or or abusing alcohol or drugs, you don't need to be there. You don't. Okay? Somebody out there can help you. There there's programs, no matter what your stress is, figure it out. We can talk to somebody, figure it out, deal with it. We can get you a little bit less okay and even if it's like I said it doesn't have to go hand in hand even if you're not stressed and I'm talking to you right now you hearing my lovely lovely voice and you're like man I'm really sad and I've been sad and I've been depressed for a long time we can talk about this okay you don't have to be there you don't have to be there at all that ain't what it is you don't have to be sad I'm not saying life is always gonna be sunshine and rainbows because baby it's not but and I can guarantee you 110% that worm at the bottom the bottom of that tequila is not going to do you any better that day versus the next day, then the next day, the next day. That little line of Coke or heroin or whatever, when you come down, that stress and that pain and that hurt is still going to be there, baby. Now, I love me some tequilas, just like everybody else does. And if you don't like tequila, grow up, okay? Because... That's the best alcohol. But, you know, I love me some tequila, but I drink responsibly. You know, I, I, I'm i not saying you can never drink, but if you find yourself that you have to wake up and drink, you have to go to bed to drink, or if you find yourself you have to wake up in order to do this drug and you go to sleep, you got to do this drug, or if you wake up and you don't feel like this is where you need to be in life, or you wake up and you feel like I don't want to wake up, you don't have to be there in that place, okay? That's that's not where you need to be at all, ever in your life. And I know life sucks because it does. And S-H-I-T happens. I know it does. It, it It's not a part of something that you have to be. But ways you can try to reduce your stress and can try to see if you can get rid of all these problems is, you know cliche as it may sound go for a walk all right try exercising you know go for a walk around your park um it's getting fall time y'all so you know it's not gonna be a thousand degrees plus some outside go out go for a walk around the neighborhood or if you want to go join a gym and start exercising and working out now me i could never go in a gym join a gym because that's a waste of my money because i'm gonna forget 
I'm gonna forget and be like, oh, tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. And then it's gonna be 10 months later and then I'm gonna pay for a gym membership that I went two, three times in 10 months. So yeah, if you can actually go and be dedicated, then go and be dedicated, okay? Now, singing it, singing out. If you love music how I love music, baby, sing it out. Go to a karaoke or put, when you're in the shower or put on some music while you're in your house, whatever, while you're in your car, baby. Sing it out, okay? I'm telling you, it don't make a difference. If you can sing or you can't sing. Because, honey, I can I can sing if I really, really try to. um, Like, really focus on it. But nine times out of ten, I just be playing. And I don't care. So, like, if I really do actually have a voice, I just don't care to practice it and do all the extraness with it. Because it's not really important to me. So, I just be like, uh, whatever, okay? Now, you can try talking it out talking it out with anybody and everybody anybody that listen and if don't nobody listen i'll listen to you i got the time i got airpods i got a charger i got all day and every day i am on the west coast so if you on the east coast i am three hours behind you so you could talk to your midnight and i'll be still be fine you know what i'm saying so it don't make a difference all right i i, I always got you okay if don't i would much rather be tired the next day at work because I've been up all night listening to you and helping you versus me being like, oh, I'm going to go give me a good night's sleep. And you deciding to do something else with yourself. That's not it. Okay. You could try doing puzzles. Now, I love me some puzzles. I love puzzles. I love, you know, trying to figure out now them thousand plus puzzles of the sky and like 85% of the puzzle pieces are all brown. I can't do those. I can't. No. Now, but I do love puzzles, okay? Listening to music. I love listening to music. Like I said, I, I, we are very much so a music family. I love music and singing and stuff like that. Or even listening to a podcast. Go figure. You know what I'm saying? Listen to somebody named TK on a podcast. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> I'm silly. But, you know, listening to music. We love missing the music. Dancing it out. You know, whatever. All that stuff, Okay? If you love painting, painting. If you love coloring, coloring. I'm an adult colorer. I'm not ashamed to admit it. I was for a long time, but graded. I didn't get into coloring until my freshman year of college, which is in, I even backtrack it some more. It was welcome week of freshman year of college. Okay. So my parents had just dropped me off at my dorm and it was the first, my first like night there I see some girls and they were like hey do you want to color and I was like color and baby I was hooked ever since like that was they could have basically offered me something I, I don't know I was just like I was hooked right so you know even spending time playing a game like if you like board games or if you like video games something that's relaxing or whatever definitely try that all right now this is a controversial um tip because it's just it's not really one of those like hey you know whatever but it works for me okay it works and it works for a lot of other people too because I know for a fact it does but sitting in your car either after work or or you know before work or whatever have you not like me and Tom aren't friends so it can never be before work because I'm always running a little late you know but I will oftentimes get off of work, go get in my car and sit in my car for about five, 10 minutes before I even drive off. I'll have the car on or if it's cool enough in the car, if it's not a million degrees outside, 
I'll just sit in there without nothing on, you know, but have the car on running. Like it could either be completely silent in the car, like just silent in the car. And I'm just sitting there and I'm just de-stressing and thawing away. And I sit there and I picture myself just letting everything go and leaving work at work or whatever, whatever. You know, you don't have to do that part, but just picture myself letting everything go or just sitting there and I'll listen to some music, you know, and there's been plenty of times where I pulled up in my driveway and raised the garage and been sitting in the car, sitting there. That to me is self-care. Okay. I can sit there in the car for five, 10 minutes, sometimes even longer, depending upon how stressful the day is and just sit there. That is self-care. Okay. Do that. That's like I said, that's a controversial thing. Because sometimes it works, sometimes it don't. Whatever. You know, whatever, right? But stress that is not dealt with can lead to many health problems, such as high blood pressure, heart disease, stroke, obesity, and diabetes. We've all seen the the shows or all heard the stories about the dude that's, you know, a big CEO or high ranking person of of um what's it called, like a company or something like that, that dies of a heart attack at his desk or a stroke at his desk because he just got so much stress and been stressed for so long. You know, that that's not something you want to deal with, right? Now, stress reduction can be a learned behavior, all right? Like I said, it's not something that you're going to be every day. You have to practice it. Just like you practice tying your shoes, you have to practice stress reduction every single day, all right? And everyday habits help you to lead you to a more joyful life and lead you to a less stress life, okay? By practicing mindfulness-based stress reduction regularly, you can make time to live a more freely in the moment focused life and prevent and, and be present and give yourself the mind space and breathing room to positively affect your feelings, thoughts, and behavior, okay? Because let's face it, baby, Life is stressful, like period. If you're a mom, if you're a dad, if you're a worker, if you're a student, if you're a child, if you're anything, life is stressful. Having some stress in your life is normal and can be a good thing. But if this stress is impacting your everyday functioning, changing your sleeping or eating habits or or you just don't enjoy life anymore, it's important to reach out to your healthcare professional for help, okay? Very, very important. Now, as always, though I am a healthcare professional, I am not your healthcare professional, okay? None of this information should be used to diagnose and or treat any condition. Please see your healthcare professional for any diagnosis and or treatment plans. All right, y'all. Thank y'all so very much for being patient with me this last couple of weeks. And this episode, as you can see, this was a live one recording episode. I just ranted and raved a little bit. So I hope I didn't run y'all off, right? Um, But I hope you liked it. Let me know what y'all think, if this will work better for y'all. You know me, just are trying to figure I'm still going to try to figure out how to edit and give y'all a better quality of this one. But, you know, whatever. So... Y'all hope y'all enjoyed this episode. Be sure to like, share, and most importantly, follow so you don't miss any episodes in the future. All right, bye.